cool world, cool noids, cool tunes, girls and boys, add that movie to your task mask, cause it's a podcast. Well, there's so much drama in the 503, it's kind of hard being Brayton and Gary, but we somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass podcasts with some, some days, may I adjust the volume on my monitor on my mic. No? Okay. Well, that seems strange, but I guess Brayton's the boss. Hey, hey, let me put you on hold. I got people in the living room getting it on, and they ain't leaving until 6 in the morning. What the fuck do I do? They have a pocket full of rubbers and more stamina than I do. I guess I'll turn off the lights and go away. Can we just record another day? I don't love this, bro. Well, Tuesday works. Wednesday works gonna have to bounce due to this rolling out my house rescheduling podcast let's go grab some gym and vermouth i mean i'm laid back we can get wine or sudsy or get beer or wine hey everybody (laughs) (laughs) this is scary butterfield with teenage dirtbags with me as always is my partner uh my partner in crime my partner in rap uh my partner in uh the gin to my juice brayden cameron hi how you doing Tank I'm, Bray. I'm, a, I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing well. I want to sip, sip, sip on my friend. Um, yeah, it, I'm doing doing good. Oh, good. Uh, so we're we're talking about uh, Snoop Dogg, E Dog, and yes. his gin and juice. Both gin and juice will be covered in this podcast. If you like gin, yeah, you will like this podcast. If you like juice, see the fucking door. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> only if you like it with gin. Yes. Then it's okay. uh, it is the only, it's the healthy way. The healthy way. <laughs> um, summer jam season. Going yes. strong, man. This yeah. is a summer jam. This is a super summer jam. Oh, my God. Uh, and th- this is, you know, we, we talk about it. We talked about like, California love. Yeah. Uh, this is this is one of my few, like, this is really up my alley when it comes to, to hip hop and rap. Like, yeah. I like the way these songs sound. You like like the extra bass and the G funk, uh, and yeah, and I understand it. I understand it. I enjoy uh, this as well. Um, mm. Gary, can I tell you? Can I tell you a story be, before we get into the? Oh, the, of course. The video, of course. Okay, good. Of course. Have you ever had gin and juice? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, have I ever had gin and juice? I feel like yes, but okay. maybe not the proper drink. Yeah. Um, I've had both gin and juice. Um, uh-huh. I think that what I've had is growing up, like before you get good at drinking and like able to just have the proper ingredients for drinking. I think right. I've had gin and orange juice because we didn't have vodka. Yes. And I wanted something to mix it with. Yeah, that uh, that's exactly what it is. And that's more or less how I did it too. It was uh, like not really knowing how drinking works and then just being like well snoop dogg's cool and he talks about gin and juice so that must be a good thing right it's terrible mm-hmm. it's, uh, it, it, well, it doesn't just, taste particularly good yeah, now i personally hate gin um i'm sorry uh I, I how, like, but you I love taste, juice but i do love juice. like you really love juice i and that sounds like a bit uh, it's not. Yeah. Like, like, like Brain is famous for his juice love. Uh, I'm not kidding. Like, it is a thing that yeah. you're just known for. Uh, when when there's a gathering, uh, the same way that, like, Dr. Dre shows up with a whole bunch of condoms. Yeah. You show up with a bunch of fruit juices. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, because not everybody drinks, but everybody likes juice. Um, 
Now, yeah, so that's that's basically my, my story is just like, I remember the first time I had gin, opening up the bottle and being like, I think this gin went bad. <laughs> I, uh, I, I am perpetually, I want to be somebody as my identity as somebody who, I, who appreciates liquor. Yeah. Like, that's just, you know, the case, say what you will about that, like, that I just, like, I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't always, and I'm in, in a long process of giving up things like that, you know? So, like, uh, I talked about before, like, how I don't like IPAs. I've just decided yeah. to stop trying, trying. Like, I don't like them. Like, that doesn't taste good to me. I'm just not going to keep fighting it. Sure. You know? Um, gin is in this weird spot where, like, very, like, I enjoy a gin and tonic with good gin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know people who just, like, just straight up drink gin. And that seems crazy to me. Like that seems gross. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I I don't like it. I don't. I don't. It's not my thing. I think it's it's too floral. But it, like you know, I guess I've heard, of course, as everyone says, if you get the right gin, then mm-hmm. you know it's a different experience. But uh, you know, it just it always it smells like pine salt and kind of tastes it the same way. Uh, it's a very medicine-y me. booze. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, it does taste medicinal in a way that like a whiskey or vodka doesn't. Right. You know? Because, um, you know, whiskey smells and tastes like poison, and uh, but in the best way. Yeah, like, like a good poison. <laughs> like a medicine, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm with you as far as, as, far as gin and juice. Uh, I think that if I were in one of these situations presented by this video, I would drink whatever Snoop Dogg gave me. Sure, sure. Kind of no matter what. Like, just it's it's the same way. Like, I don't really like smoking pot, but if Willie Nelson passed me a joint, I would like for one night only be the world's biggest pothead. Sure, sure. you know, like it's like yeah, yes, yeah, yes, you know, okay, yeah, you know, okay, you you got me, Willie Nelson. Okay, I guess I'll smoke pot with Willie fucking Nelson. This, you know, am I am I gonna drink some gin and juice with Calvin fucking Brodus? Yes, (laughs) 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 of course. the uh, so it, it's it's something where I kind of romanticize this lifestyle, even though every aspect of this party seems like a nightmare to me. It, yeah, uh, as referenced in the the uh, Brit homage. Yeah, uh, which people getting in on in your living room who won't leave until six in the morning sounds like like a like a curse. Like yeah. that's something that happens to you uh, because you ran down aroma and it's like thinner to yeah. people fucking in your living room. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it's one of those things that like. Being in a party, like there's always these romanticized parties of like, you know, in frat houses or in, uh, you know, whatever media that you're consuming that has a party where it's like people always making out or having sex in yes. the party itself. And I'm like, why is that a thing that you want to do? Like, don't you, do you want privacy? Is it so much like you need to do it right now in this in somebody's parents bedroom? <laughs> like, it's yeah. really weird to me. Yeah, it's it's extremely weird. Um, I don't like being around people who are getting it on. Yeah, yeah. Like, and this extends into every part of my life. You know, it's like if uh, you know, it's, it's one of the reasons why strip clubs weird me out. Yeah. You know, it's just like non-sexual. You know, or not like sex that's not for me. Going around mm-hmm. around me, it weirds me out. Um, and like in a party atmosphere, like you can like somebody wants to excuse themselves to a bedroom or something. Sure. Like I get it. You know, like, I, I get that. But, like, just being on a couch, just, like, laying down, making out, like, being, ignoring everyone around you. Yeah. I think some people think that's romantic. Uh, it would be impossible. Like, I could never, never get into the tight pants junction <laughs> when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, not in a million years. Never. No. But Brayden, before we get into the video, can okay. I uh, can I do a little something? Sure. Um, I'd like to introduce a, a segment that I really hope will recur. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do this in the future. Uh, of Snopes Dog, where I tell you <laughs> two truths and a lie about uh, Snoop Dog. Okay. And you try to guess which one is correct. Okay, that sounds fun. I'm going to name three movies that Snoop Dogg had cameo roles in. Okay. And you get to tell me which one is fake. Okay. Those three movies are Training Day, mm-hmm. Starsky and Hutch, mm-hmm. or Sasha Baron Cohen's The Dictator. Okay. I know he played Huggy Bear in uh, Starsky and Hutch. So that one's right out. Uh, now, Training Day and The Dictator... I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I'm going to say that he was not in The Dictator. Good. You you are going one for one. Yes. You, you are batting a thousand on yes. Snoop's Dog. Because even Snoop Dogg, who has made some questionable media appearances, uh, knows that Sasha Baron Cohen is not funny. He has made exclusively questionable <laughs> media appearances <laughs> and was in the movie Bruno yes. uh, by Sacha Baron oh, Cohen. Geez. So it yeah. is, uh, you were right for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, it was the uh, Master of Ceremony in WrestleMania 24. I'm sure I watched that one too. <laughs> yeah. A tag team match between Maria and Ashley Massaro and Beth Phoenix and Melinda. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Makes it makes sense to me, Calvin Brodus. <laughs> uh, and then he later went on to form uh, Brodus Bond Software uh, and made a bunch of 3DO games. I don't think that happened. <laughs> so, well, we never actually left the segment of Snoopstar. Okay, good. All right. Now let's talk about the video a yes. little bit. So it starts uh, off with uh, three kids, rambunctious youngsters, jumping up and down on a couch. Do you know one of those uh, rambunctious youngsters is Little Bow Wow? Is that true? Yeah. Huh. Well, six, six years old at the time. He was always so little. Yeah. <laughs> He's always a little Bow Wow. He went Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Little yeah. Bow Wow. He's a little number for the little rapper. Bow Wow. Bow Wow. <laughs> bow wow. Um, he was a little rapper wants to be a big mm. Bow Wow. Uh, which later he became. Yeah. Uh, also, this video has Eddie Griffin in it uh, is getting out of a, a car full of pot. Oh, so keep an eye okay. out for that cameo. I, um, do you know who plays the dad? Uh, I do. I did. Oh, okay. um, but I, 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 I can know it in a second. Okay. Here, I don't. I don't mean to keep doing. Uh, look it up, Gary's. But um, I'll find out. You continue saying what happens. I will okay. tell you who plays uh, the dad. So, the the father and the mother. Um, presumably of Snoop Dogg, chase out the little little kids that have been jumping up and down on the couch. Why they're in the house, whose kids they are, no one knows. (laughs) They also have a disease. The dad. thinner thinner three. Yeah. Uh, You just get kids jumping on your bed. Uh, And then uh, Snoop Dogg makes his uh, appearance in his pajamas, which are, uh, it looks like it's a summer day and uh, he's wearing flannel pajamas. It's just total madness. Not a good choice. Uh, and uh, his mother informs him that they're leaving, uh, 
uh, and that he's supposed to take out the garbage, clean up his room, watch the house, don't let any of the dog pound over, no matter yeah, the, what. Now, the dog pounder continue. First of all, so the comedian uh, who played his dad is Ricky Harris. Okay. Um, the uh, the dog pounder are a constant threat over <laughs> the, the extended Snoopiverse. Like, they, they just kind of show up at some point. Like, I know he invites them, much like yeah. a, like like a other being or vampire, but, like... The, the the down the the fact that the dad kind of lives in fear of the dog pound just kind of showing up yeah you know that that's that's very important to this I feel like they're uh, like a wild pack of dogs that just, yes. they show up and something and bad happens yeah uh, he also says Snoop Doggy Dog you need to get a, a jobby job yeah and that phrase like has been stuck in my head more or less since 1993. <laughs> Uh, and I've referred to the 1994. Like it was a year before the video came out. Yeah. 1994. It's 14. And I did a lot of like, I've referred to people getting a jobby job. Yeah. Uh, a lot. And then not until we re- revisited this, did I realize, oh, that's why I keep saying jobby job. It's because yeah. of Snoop Dogg's dad in the gin and juice video. Yeah. Telling him to get a jobby job. And then yeah. asking him for $5. Yeah, that, that part just feels like it just slipped in there, you know? <laughs> and is it because Snoop Dogg in this fiction uh, is, is also Snoop Dogg? Like, is he the rapper Snoop Dogg and he can afford the five bucks and like, yeah, I think at this point he has not achieved the great success, uh, that Snoop Dogg would later go on to. I mean, yeah. he's still living with his parents. That's uh, not a good sign. You know, uh, and still partying, uh, I, I guess in a way that yeah. someone who is wealthy might not. Um, but Eventually, the parents leave, and then we're treated with, like, a Snoop Dogg Home Alone uh, thing that doesn't make any sense. It's, uh, this this reminds me of, because this is, we're a full, like, minute into the video before the, yeah. the you know, this music really starts. It reminds me of the kind of, uh, you know, like, sketches. Yeah. You know, like, Homeboy Alone could have been a sketch on one of these rap rap albums. Yeah. Uh, and, and those are always my least favorite part of rap albums, like... There's things that are sometimes funny, but then you like you listen to the chronic and it's there's like the ten ten dollar dime bag pyramid or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, please like just get to you know, murder was the case. Like, mm-hmm. you know, get 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 to the song. Um, this this is what this feels like. Homeboy alone uh, is like an early in living color or even Mad TV level sketch idea. Yeah, I feel like it's just it isn't even a. It's not even uh, like a fully formed idea. It's like. They just know that they're going to reference Home Alone. They think Homeboy Alone as a phrase is good. But yes. then he, you know, he holds his face and he screams for no reason. Just like, is he upset that his parents left him alone? Like, is he yeah. excited? <laughs> what is, why are you screaming in, in the, this manner? In the original uh, movie, Home Alone, the reason why Kevin McAllister screams uh, is because he realizes he's alone and he's seven. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop Dogg is clearly in his mid twenties at this point, yeah, uh, and is looking forward to being alone so he can invite the dog pound, right, and have a bunch of casual condom filled sex, yeah, uh, yeah. It it doesn't make make a whole lot of sense. No, um, I mean not to. And be, also, like, yeah. I wish the video was a Home Alone video where the dog pound tried to get in and he fought them off with traps. That would have been great. How good of a video would that be? It would like, have been way better than the actual video. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I think this video has a lot of charm. I I think that if uh, it was all about Snoop Dogg, like trapping his apartment though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then hiding out in his panic room. Like I, I, this would have done it for me in a big, bad way. Yeah. I think that would have been great, especially in that sort of, uh, stuttery, uh, fast, slow motion of the time. I could imagine yes. it being very good for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see, uh, Eddie Griffin try to get in and just get a big 
pink can to his face. To his stupid face. Yeah, he grabs the the doorknob and it has like a, a dog face on it instead yeah. of the M for McAllister. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it does like some morphmation into Snoop Dogg's face and he like yeah. winks and blows out a big cloud of weed smoke that could like you, disorients his attackers. Imagine that. Eddie Griffin could have played uh, Joe Pesci and we could have had like Bernie Mac playing Oh my uh, God. Daniel Stern. It would have been great. Brayden, I... I so you know I've been trying to bring back more classic segments. Yeah, you like, probably noticed that like because the I've, Bernie Mac attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say this is a classic. What could have been? Yeah, it is a classic. What could have been? What could have been? But Bernie Mac attack also. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bernie Mac tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I just I, that would have been a very fun video. As is, I feel like this has some documentary qualities about what it is like, you know, to be. Um, and this is something that Wikipedia says about uh, the lyrics and the video mm-hmm. uh, for this, which emphasizes uh, cruising culture, consumption of depressants, yeah, uh, and materialism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. everyone uh, that answers um, Snoop Dogg's telephone calls is in some sort of somewhat compromised position. Yeah, they're but, all in private. Like this, yeah. this is the extent of the jokes we're dealing with here. Is like one dude's taking a big deuce uh, Dre of course is like fucking yeah because like Dre's never not fucking this is what happened during the California love video if you recall I do yeah <laughs> you can't it's always fuck o'clock in Dre town like, yeah. yeah you know uh, and he just leaves right like he's gonna pull out like mid thrust to like go to this party at what time is this like you know in the evening you know, like, like, like maybe 4 p.m. I, I really felt like it was really early for some reason probably because <laughs> Snoop was in his his yeah, but PJs. Oh, it's true. He is still in his PJs. But so like, know, yeah. if he's been up since six in the morning, six the in the morning, yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah, um, you know, so uh, Snoop, you know, rides bikes. Everyone's riding bikes because this is like a teenager, yeah, kind of house party. Uh, despite all the the drinking that's going on and right. stuff. Um, so we go back. You know, he's we're kind of whiling away the afternoon until the party starts with some yard antics. Yes, um, um, hanging out on the porch, getting your hair done. Yeah. Uh, Again, riding on the handlebars of a bicycle is extremely very dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, you need to get you need to at the very least get like a sissy bar. Yeah, I know they were involved in in like uh, gun violence, and uh, we're living in a dangerous part of the the world anyway. But like, you know, take some precautions. Totally, totally, and (laughs) really, like I want to say, like that's the name of that thing. mm -hmm. I don't like using that word, but I don't know what else that thing is called. Yeah, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah. Um, wear a maybe helmet. there's another name for that. Yeah, wear at the very least wear a helmet. Wear your helmet, Snoop Dogg. Wear your helmet with pride. <laughs> all right, already. <laughs> Snoop Dogg is definitely the rebop of like Snoop. Oh, Snoop the rebop of hip hop. <laughs> they call him Snoop Bop. Snoop Bop, Deep Bop, Doom Bop, Snoop Bop, Skiddle Bop, Boodle. Uh, <laughs> Gary. Yeah. Let's talk about Pokemon. Oh my god, yes. Okay, Gary, which Pokemon is Cubist here? Smurgle has a brush on his tail. This tournament he will surely fail. And Geodude, Minecraft Batoon, when observing a noob, descending a staircase, he'll come in last place. Because this tournament ain't about their size, how bad as they are, how cute their eyes. This time we're looking at their heart to see if they are fans of Cubist art. So we'll start at the beginning and then we'll up, we'll ramp. We need to see which Pokemons the real Marcel Duchamp. Cuddle up with your arcane This song's over. It's tournament time. 
Cobbler Tops. Uh, are you ready for these two <laughs> no. winners? Okay. <laughs> it is got? Genesect and Bohemian. Okay. Oh, Genesect is cool again. Okay, let me... Behenum? Behem. So it's B-E-H-E-E-Y-E-M. Oh, man, okay. These are... these are two, Oh, these are... Two, wow, these guys are kind of similar, too. Yeah. They're both bots. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- this has the stink of third generation on these. Am I, am I right? <laughs> generation <laughs> 5. and they're Both generation 5, huh? Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, the Cerebro Pokemon and the... Paleozoic Pokemon. That's not Paleozoic. It's like a bug with a blaster on its back. Yeah, it's super Paleozoic. It's like a transformer. Is that, is that what happened in the Paleoethic? Yeah, I mean, don't you know? Like, that's how the dinosaurs died. They don't get shot <laughs> by lasers. <laughs> like, they were on the top lasers. of giant bugs. Um, yeah, they, they're both kind of shaped in a cubist fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, they both got that those kind of, like, angles and, and such. Maybe Genesect a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but they both, uh, you know, they both have... As far as shape goes. Mm. So we had to move to other things. Um, a bug steel Pokemon uh, with a thing. He's, so he, like, he's a caveman. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, they would have to go to, to PM, right? Because like a cave, like a caveman, a Paleolithic creature is not going to understand cubism or appreciate it. Probably not, no. You know, because you have to, cubism is a reactionary art form. Mm-hmm. Like you, that is about, you have to have an art context. Yeah. To, to really appreciate it. It's reacting against the art of the times. I don't think Genesect can do that. Yeah, I mean, he's too busy making cave drawings, right? Yeah, and they're not going to be cubists. They're going to be like stick figures. Yeah, I mean, he's going to you know? make them with his laser. Et- it's cave etchings. Which is pretty cool, but they just won't be cubists. No, no. You know, they, they will be, uh, he'll he'll do cave etchings, eventually move into like realism, mm-hmm. you know, and then like weird stylized saints with, you know, two-dimensional halos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then eventually cubism. Eventually. Whereas I feel like Behem uh, is already there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that, that's going to be him. Okay. Easy. Yeah. Easy peasy. This is surprisingly easy, that one. Yeah. Um, so after some yard fun, like some getting your hair done, like there's a, there's a cat fight that breaks out. The police yeah. break it up. The police, like when the police show up, I don't know if this is just t- 2017 lens, but I got nervous. Like, yeah, I just like, yeah, this, this would end really badly. I expected there to be more of a police presence in the video. Uh, yeah. Like I expected them to like. Because I, I honestly, I think I saw this video, you know, back in 1995, but I don't remember anything about it. Um, and I just expected them to, like, show up more. And they didn't. They just make, like, the cruiser pulls up and then that's it. Oh, yeah. It just tells them to b- break it up. Yeah. Hey, see, do, you, do you see? Do you see cops? You don't have to be afraid. <laughs> yeah. Like, Snoop Dogg's not going to do anything to you. You know? Like, yeah. his, his crew, the dog found is not dangerous. Like, yeah. They're just, they're like agents of chaos. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they're not dangerous, though. Yeah, they just want to go. It's like showing up to arrest a bunch of gremlins. Yeah, they just want to go to the drive-thru, get really drunk, party. Yeah, or drive-in. The drive-in is what I meant. I'm Where sorry. they're watching other Snoop Dogg videos. <laughs> yeah, even uh, though it's supposed really to be menace to society, but Snoop Dogg videos are playing. Yeah, it's, what, it's what's my name, yeah. you know, so it shows him morphing to the dog, which is mm-hmm. classic. Uh, hanging out, they've got a keg. You know, everybody's just having a blast at this, right. this uh, drive-in. And, like, I get it, man. Drive-ins are super fun. I've honestly never been to a drive-in. Oh, ho- hold up. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Teenage Dirtbags Intervention. <laughs> 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 like, really? Yeah, that's true. Oh, you got to go. Yeah, I probably like they're, they're, should. It's really fun. There are a couple of them in Oregon or, like, nearby. Like, I mean, not nearby. Like, you have to drive 
an hour in, or something like that. But them, the, yeah, yeah, you had to, you had to <laughs> drive into them and through them. Yeah. Um, it's really fun, man. Um, and it's a good it's a good value. Like you go in, and it's like eight bucks. You see two movies. Yeah. Usually, one of them you want to see, the other one you don't. Yeah. But you're in a car and you're not bothering anybody. So you like hang out, look at your phone, chat with your buddies, make fun of it. Like, you know, make out like it's the best. Like, it's like the best way to see a movie. (laughs) It's so good. Fair enough. It's very fun. I've been uh, and it also gets you to see some like, you know, I'm always surprised when somebody has seen a movie that like nobody should ever watch. Okay. You know, I'm like, why did you see that? Yeah. You know, like it's it's like kind of when you reveal that you've seen Godzilla like 17 times or whatever, the 1994 Godzilla. Which I have. Yes. You know, we explain that, but for a little while I was like, what the fuck? Um, It's how I've seen like the uh, uh, Johnny Depp, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, okay. It's because I think it played after Iron Man 2. Uh, (laughs) And I was like, uh, or maybe Iron Man 1. I don't know exactly what year that came out in, but like an Iron Man movie. Um, and it's like, I don't like that movie, but at least now I've seen it. I can be like, yeah, that fucking sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, 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 I've got that under my belt. Um, you eat a bunch of like, uh, you know, baseball game food. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's real nice gravel. Like it's very summery and, and fun. Like I went to a drive, drive through like a lot or driving a lot when I was young. Yeah. Yeah. It's something I have very fond memories of. I, I wish there were more of them. Yeah. The drive-ins are, uh, few and far between these days. At some point, it's just going to be diners and dives, and, and, <laughs> and Guy Fieri is just going to have to like change it. You yeah, know? and his grocery store games, always playing well, those games. Man, speaking of which, yeah, uh, and I know we got to get there's there's more stuff that happens in this video, but this is a uh, this is digression central here. Yeah, um, my friend Derek Hayes recently came and visited, mm-hmm. uh, stayed with me, and, and stayed in Portland for a week, and we hung out. Um, one day uh, after we got we went and got tattoos. Yeah, um, after we got tattoos. Uh, for one reason or another, possibly just because of, you know, the, like adrenaline and, and stuff. We both weren't feeling super great. Yeah. Um, and we decided we're like, and it was, it's been super hot. We've been terrible, shitty heat wave in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, finally broken yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so we we're just like, let's just go to your, your hotel and watch some cable. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he had two beds, like they upgraded him and stuff. I'm like, let's just lay in those like respective beds and watch some TV yeah. uh, and air conditioning. And w- there was a guy's grocery game marathon, uh, of which I watched three and a half episodes. Oh my God. It was, I've never seen that show. I've watched about four minutes of one episode and then was like, I can't do this. It's extremely rough. Like Guy Fieri is very, very hard to deal with. Mm. Uh, He loves for him. The extent of like a joke is a rhyme. Mm -hmm. Like he just, he loves rhyming. Like he's like a Rumpelstiltskin figure. Like it's very like Mr. McPicklet. Like it's very, very weird. He loves to rhyme. And there's this running thing on the show uh, because the the game part of it's fine and fun, right? Like I like cooking game shows um, where they have to go and they have to shop for their ingredients. They usually have some kind of restriction. Sure. Beforehand, there's this, you know, he has a a traffic light set up Mm. and they make such a fucking big deal out of not being able to leave until it goes green. He like fakes people out. He's like, wait for it to turn green. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, and he like does like the thing when you're like, you fake throw a ball yeah. to a dog. He does that to actual human adults next to him uh, with this thing. He does that with like the clicker that changes it into green. Uh, it's amazing. And wow. he is so amused by it. Like <laughs> he, like nobody else really likes it. They kind of smile and nod, you know, cause they're 
being fun and positive because yeah. it's guys' grocery games. Um, Guy Fieri, it's like the highlight of his life because the thing is, like, you think that uh, he would just be like positive and bubbly the whole time. Yeah, he's not. Like the the episodes we watched, like he must have filmed them all in one day because there are times where it just cuts over to him. He just he's very clearly like sleepy and he just kind of sighs. <laughs> And stuff or I'll be in the background just kind of like yeah. you know staring at the floor yeah. <laughs> like what's wrong with him <laughs> like, no, I'm just saying it was yeah just like uh, what what have I done this is the it's, 16th episode today I just am so tired it's very funny yeah. uh, and he always refers to diners drive-ins and dives as triple D yeah. and no one else will do it yeah uh, which is what you know was talking about um, him switching it to just diners and dives yeah. after the, yeah. the the extinction of the American drive-in is what made me think of that the double D yeah, Double D, which is also plenty for me. Uh, <laughs> All right, so back to the drive-in. Yeah, let's let's go back. We're at the drive-in. Uh, drive-in. He's kind of hanging out. There's some hydraulics in action. Yeah, everyone's having a good time. Uh, you know, it's more or less everything that happens at the drive-in. Yeah, but this is where we get to see that cameo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Eddie Griffin uh, walks out of the weed-filled car. The weed car, and uh, yeah. following the weed car, which you can't see in because there's too much smoke, there is the sex car, which you can't yes. see because it's too fogged. In. Still more polite than fucking on my couch, though. Yeah, you know, which is the yeah. alternative, especially uh, while other people are around. Yeah, and still pretty disturbing, you know. But yeah. I, I, I'm good. They all uh, take their cars back mm. uh, to the house party, which is already in motion, right? I, you know, Snoop I, was not yeah. here, and the dog pound just got to business. Yeah, I, I liked the idea of, of you know, like you're hanging out, your mom and dad are out of town, you're gonna go to the drive-in, and you're gonna get your friends together, and then they're gonna come back to your place. But you're right, like there was a party going on that he just, you know, like I gotta go. Please yeah. continue to party without me. You know, I think that the party is just there whenever he shows up. It's like how certain members of royalty, like they, they like lay the red carpet for you. Yeah. You know, so every step, like there just has to be a gigantic party happening wherever Snoop shows up. Right. Um, one of the notes I have is when they show the interior of this house where everyone is jumping in the living room. Yeah. Uh, how hot this house would be. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, like awful. You know, and then it pans to the kitchen. There's like three dudes hanging out. And I was like, if I was one of Snoop Dogg's friends, like I, this is me. Yeah. Like I'd be hanging out in this kitchen, chatting with a dude, just having drinks. Yeah. You know, like staying where it's cool. You know, some guy puked in the sink. That's unfortunate, but I'm, you know, I'm still not going to go into that nightmare. That is the living room. Yeah. The living room where they're reenacting, uh, the party scene from 1976. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they get there. Snoop Dogg shows up. He's got some, a couple handles of Tank Array. Yeah. Which, like, very generous of you, millionaire. Or not Snoop Dogg, uh, Dr. Dre. Yeah, Dre shows um, up. Yeah. yeah. Um, they break the TV. There's somehow room to play dominoes. Yeah, I don't know. That must be, like, a like secret back room or a, the garage or something. Because, yeah. like, I can't imagine how there's room in, in the house itself. One of the guys starts losing dominoes, and then Hulk smashes the table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my god, everything's falling apart. It's yeah, yeah, it's chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's parents are gonna be so pissed. Yeah. And that is the dramatic irony of this video: is you're watching and you're just like, "Oh man, <laughs> Dad's not gonna like it. This isn't gonna go well. He did everything they told him not to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, um, and then, can we talk about all the prostitutes that Dr. Dre brought? I, I, I assume they're prostitutes. Is that is that? He says they're tricks. Okay. So uh, in yes. the in the lyrics, uh, you know, and then uh, Dr. Dre. One of the things I like about this is how uh, safe sex focused it is. Like condoms <laughs> come up all the time in this music video. They do. Everyone's got uh, a pocket full of condoms. 
Yeah. Which I thought about, like, I was thinking about how many condoms a pocket full actually is. <laughs> and, like, it's probably, like, 32. It's a lot of condoms. Like, and that's, you know, in my opinion, more than you could use in a day. Yes. Uh, uh, and maybe I, uh, you're doubling them up. Maybe you're sharing. That's fine. Uh, I, yeah, you bring enough for everybody. That's polite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the most times that I, I feel like at my absolute most, I, I think I've had sex seven times in a day once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that was, that includes all kinds though. Yeah. You know, so it, it's not, uh, if you're literally just having intercourse, like you're going to ejaculate mm-hmm. 32 times or even, let's even dial it back if it's not a pocket full. Yeah. Just the number that, that Dr. Dre like un, unfurls. Which I think is for, like eight or ten. I didn't yeah, it, it's a, it's like at least ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're literally just gonna have intercourse ten times, mm-hmm. like that's pretty bonkers. Yeah. Like this party's not that long, and like Snoop Dogg, like I know that you are very cool and very wealthy and good, but you still have a refractory period. Yeah, yeah. Well, I you know. Well, here here's another scenario. Let me put this out there. So I, okay. I, was there four women that go into that room before Snoop Dogg does? Yes. Maybe. He's not actually ejaculating. He's just switching and he's changing condoms in between each person. Uh, okay. So like, you know, he's getting a little number A, you know, or like letter A and then going over to letter B and then switching over to letter C. Like a blind taste. But then going back to A just to compare. Yeah. It's like one or two. It's like an optometry thing. Like which feels better? <laughs> <laughs> one or two? <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess I guess it could be because uh, Dr. Dre is a doctor. Yes, you know we don't we don't know he's not an optometrist. Like we just know that he's generally a doctor. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That could that could be the case, and it, it just for kind of science, mm-hmm. he keeps swapping them out. Yeah, and it, um, you know, and it's safe. You're not like mixing stuff around. Yeah, you're not mixing A and B. Yeah. Uh, together. Yeah. Um, so we get some foreshadowing. The parents are coming back. Yes. Um, before we wrap this up, though. I would like to know which Pokemon is Cuba. Smirgle has a brush on his tail. In this tournament, he will surely fail. And Geodude, Minecraft with two, when observing a new descending a staircase, he'll come in last place. Because this tournament ain't about the size, how badass they are, how cute their eyes. This time, we're looking at their heart to see if they are fans of Cuba Star. So we'll start at the beginning, and then we'll up, we'll ramp. We need to see which Pokemon's the real Marcel Duchamp. Cuddle up with your arcana. This song's over. It's tournament time. Pablo Tops. Oh, I'm so glad that you asked. Uh, Gary, I have two Pokemon. One is a very specific Pokemon. It's the Diglett, but it's the Alolan version. Oh, interesting. And then the other is Obama Snow. Okay, <laughs> let's pull up. Uh, I love a low end dig- diglet. Yeah, it's it's one of the best. Um, you know, he's just got. Oh man. Okay, so he's just got, he's got little blonde hair. Yeah, he's got little blonde yeah. hairs. A low end diglet, not so different than regular diglet. Uh, I was thinking you have a low end Doug Trio. Doug Trio, very different. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the other one? Abominox or whatever. Obama Snow. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Obama Snow. Yeah, Barack Obama Snow. Okay. Oh, there's whoa, there's a big boy. Um, <laughs> it's like some kind of snow, like face creature. Yeah. Like he's got a real case of face going on. He does have a, a real case of face. Yeah. Case um, of hard, face. To, hard to tell exactly what this thing is. Um, which one to appreciate cubism, though? Um, <laughs> this, is like, this one looks like a snowy graveler to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a little I think bit. that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, he's an abominable snowman. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, but Diglett lives underground. Also not really the art world. Yeah, you know? yeah. you get two terrains that aren't really uh, no. museum-focused. Underground and <laughs> yeah. snowy and tundras. Here, here's why. Here's what we're going to do, though, because I, you know, you had to make a decision at some point. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm going to give it to Obama Snow because he appreciates ice cubism. <laughs> you didn't say. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so uh, yeah, he's yeah, Obama Snow is going on. Thanks, Obama Snow. Um, so the parents get back, and the house is crawling with dog pound. Yes. Like. It's you know they're kicking people out. They're just yelling at them and everything. Everyone just kind of runs off. Yeah, you know. And then generally shots works are out. fired. Yes, and then, and then things go dark as uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, unable to finish his party, shoots himself in the face, <laughs> and was replaced. Uh, that's why if you play uh, what's my name backwards, it says Snoop is dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and on the cover of uh, the Chronic two thousand one, he's the only one facing the other direction. Right, like, right. There's a lot of evidence that we were now on a secondary Snoop Dogg. Uh, yeah, Clonin Brodus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's, that's how the video ends. Yeah. Uh, Death Row Interscope. And that was it. Congratulations. Yeah. Yep. The alternative is the dad comes in and shoots the person who broke his TV. Yeah, he's shooting a lot, and everyone's used yeah. to scatter. Uh, yeah. And yeah. it's just, it's like it's its own house. Is he just gonna claim this all in the insurance like yeah, the castle you know, doctrine you know yeah. just uh you know if, if if the dog pound comes in and especially if they're fucking and they won't leave until six in the morning like yeah i'm not pro-gun i don't like guns at all no i think legally if not morally but just legally uh snoop dag snoop dag is in the right snoop dad <laughs> snoop dad uh, is in the right yeah um, i mean it's, it's not indicated that he kills anyone but we don't see the inside of the house but he does shoot his gun and or you know maybe just to alert and alarm people yeah yeah he could have been firing them into the air aka into his roof yeah which is also uh, part of it like he's just destroying his house more yeah he's uh you know and that explains a lot about uh snoop's upbringing and such yeah and being you know having a short-sighted uh yeah dad and and like, agreeing to be in bruno yeah and uh <laughs> and all those things like it makes a lot of sense and the soul plane yeah <laughs> yeah honestly uh you know if if this is really kind of snoop dog origins mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know um and i think that's uh that's worthwhile i think that's um you know a good journey to go on and as yeah. is, is one of uh you know a founding rapper of the g-funk style i agree it's worth worth checking out well gary i i think we've learned quite a bit this this episode haven't we we really did we really did we learned about uh early drinking uh-huh. We learned, yeah, we learned uh, about, about gin. what the appropriate time to start a party is. Oh, yeah. Um, an appropriate place to, to have a, a, a party and to be at a party. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about condoms, yeah. um, their, their importance, and different ways to use them. It doesn't just have to be for ejaculating in. No. You can also just use one per dip. Yep. yep. Um, you know, if you want. I'm sure there's, um, like, other uses that I can't think of right now. Like, I'm sure there's, like... Like patching up a rubber raft. Yeah, something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, probably make, makeshift makeshift uh, slingshot. Yeah, good place you know? to store your loose change. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hit somebody in the head or with a condom full of quarters. Yeah. 
would probably <laughs> the, hurt the, a lot. My favorite Rage Against the Machine song. And, and I imagine, <laughs> um, like, not only would, like, the quarters hurt, but it would probably welt because of, the like, the latex, right? Oh, yeah. <sighs> and if they had an allergy? Oh, forget, forget it. Forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> uh, that is the ultimate vampire fighting weapon. <laughs> a comic of garlic. Yeah. <laughs> Rally around the family. Yeah. The uh, family from Fallout 3. Now, like I said, you thought you've seen it all, but you see nothing yet because every single episode of Teenage Dirtbags ends with Gary Butterfield reading us a poem about an onion. Gary, do you mm. have an onion poem today? I sure do. Oh, can we hear it? Absolutely, my friend. Okay. <clears throat> Onion salt, beefed crepes and quiche, brine and broth all the while, stacked in a pile, on marrow paste and clam town shavings. <laughs> this pumpkin hand pie ain't misbehaving. It's just on the heap with the rest. The low fat yogurt stuffed in a duck breast. Beyblades, Bakugan, Heroes of YouTube, Doctor Strange, Baron Mordo, Brother Voodoo. Discount skirts, skirt steaks, CD singles of everybody hurts, go-gurts, life alerts, cherry certs, soils and dirts, the pile, the pile, the pile, the pile, the pile, the pile, dive in Scrooge-like and stay a while deep within, the layers are cool, ranch Dorito crusted oats and gruel. The further in you find the core, your score, what brought you here, the lore, the thing that made you bore into the strata of cat food and pancake batter. You've slipped and slurped, swam and dived. What you've waited for, the original, the s'more. <laughs> very good, very good. I like uh, search reference. It's been a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tic Tac supremacy must end. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think they we, make certs anymore. It's great. I don't, think, I don't know if they do either. Uh, uh, but one thing you can say is that it rhymes with Gogurt. So you're, you're right. Uh, thus, it thus it made it in uh, uh, into the the, the the poem. Gary, if people like the show, what can they do? Uh, one thing that you can do, uh, the most important thing perhaps, is support us on Patreon. You go to Patreon.com/slash/DuckFeedTV. You can check out all the cool rewards you get, uh, all the cool things we're going to do. We're pretty close to our next show, mm-hmm. um, but we we're, you know want to keep doing this. We want to make more shows and do this full time and uh, create continue to create podcasts. Uh, so you can patronize us. Uh, you know, probably a lot of people listening to this already patronize us. Yeah. The other, th- the biggest, the other biggest thing you can do, they're both biggest, is get other people to listen to the network. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. Not every um, show on the network is about uh, music videos. No, in fact, this is by far an outlier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, this is the uh, least like any other show that we do. Yeah. Um, the other ones are more or less, what if fat white guys had opinions about media? <laughs> and if you want to know the answer to that question, uh, you can find out many times over. I'd say that's what this show is, too. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's true. Um, we, you know, we, we stick, uh, we're sticking to our niche. Yeah. Yep. Sticking to our guns, sticking to our funds. Um, yeah, so you can do those two things. Uh, range reviews are also helpful. Um, but please do any and all of them. Uh, some more people will check this shit out. Yes. And remember <sighs> that in 2016, we vow to have a better sign-off. <laughs>